Hey, it's me, Mary Jane. Not marijuana, not Mary Jane from Spider-Man, not Michael Jordan, but me, Mary Jane, from All Dressed Up and Nowhere to Go. <laughs> hey everyone, today we have a special guest. These are two best friends, one's in the nursing field, one's in the modeling world, and we're here to just hear their stories individually and together in their friendship and how they build over time and empower each other and learn more about them and how their journey went to be. So our guest is my ladies. Hello, everyone. Hi, how are you? How's your day going? I'm gonna start with the. It's been great so it's far. Okay. <laughs> it's been alright. Tell us like an interesting fact about each of you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um. Well, about us, uh, I can say that in the little time that we've known each other, it's like we like. I felt like I've known you for yeah. like years, and I don't know, like. I feel like that's an interesting fact because even though <laughs> even though we met each other like uh, maybe like four years ago, like mm-hmm. our friendship has, has grown. grown. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and like one thing I've noticed is that even though we met like not that long ago, our our families are really alike. Mm-hmm. Like our families from the same um, city in Puerto Rico, and like our lifestyle is kind of like the same. Our family mm-hmm. culture is the same. So like. That's why we connect so easily. Like, our family's connected during prom. Her mom and... Her grandma knows my mom. Yeah. And we didn't even know that. <laughs> we didn't even know that. <laughs> like, that's so, so crazy. So, how did the friendship begin? Softball. Softball. Um, yeah. It was my first year in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I moved to Cyprus my... Junior year. Junior year. And I tried out for softball. And the first people I met was Kiki <laughs> and Jay at the time. And... It grew from there. Yeah, we just clicked. And then, like, um, yeah. there's a, in softball, there's a thing called a throwing partner. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just someone that you just warm up with and just talk to in pregame. Stretch with, yeah. Stretch, whatever. And at the time, I was team captain. And then, so was she. Like, she ended up being team captain with me the first year she was there. I was like, dang, girl, you got it like that. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, we just became throwing partners. We never cheated on each other, period, pool. Just kind of grew, mm-hmm. yeah. How would you say the friendship, what was like the scariest part of your friendship when first starting? Because like you didn't know each other. You're mm-hmm. brand new to Cyprus. Mm-hmm. So is there like your first impression, let's say that. What's your first impression? First impression? First impression. Um, I knew that... Um, Kiki was a very extrovert person. Um, she was really out there. Um, it was just scary for me because, you know, as a new person in a new school, um, I was just, you know, trying to learn about everything, meet new people. Yeah. And then just, like, meeting, like, Kiki, it's like, she put me out there. It was yeah. like, well, here's this person, here's this person. Like, say hi, say this, say that. And I was like, oh, my God, okay. <laughs> it was just for me. I saw her. I'm like, oh, she's pretty chill. Like, I want to hang out with her. And, like, at the same time, a lot of people mistake each other. Like, makes mistake us because, like, we looked alike. We still look alike. Yeah. And then from the back, they're like, oh, Kiki. I'm like, no, 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 that's me. Like, <laughs> like oh my they God, would always yes. mistake us. If it wasn't for our numbers on our jerseys, they would probably be, like, calling us out on the wrong plays because, yeah. like, we're not the same person. Mm-hmm. But um, the scariest thing for me, to be honest, was that, like, I had gotten out of a friendship that year that had lasted, like, 
10 years mm. so like it was really hard for me to like open my doors to somebody else but with Lele it was like really easy to do it and I tell her all the time and people tell me they're like that friendship is not the same at all like you guys are actually like compatible yeah. like so compatible and like um it was just kind of hard it wasn't hard it was easy but it was scary Scary it was yeah. really scary to open those doors but it just kind of came a lot easier than expected to be honest nice i love it <laughs> <laughs> staring at each other so <laughs> we're like yes yeah. <laughs> if you guys can see what they're doing yeah. <laughs> so i want to start with my ladies mm-hmm. right that's how you say it yeah mm-hmm. okay so pageants how did yes. that came up be um that's so crazy because um, my mom was the one that started modeling, started pageantry. Um, my grandma was a big fan. She is still a big fan. Um, ever since I was capable of understanding what I was looking at the TV, um, we were like, watch Miss USA, Miss Universe. And I was like, oh my God, like, how are they able to get up there and just like exhibit themselves, like show off their like their majors like their platforms whatever they were into and i i wasn't able to do pageants back in puerto rico and then when i got here um i had a friend that was modeling and she was doing pageants and she was like oh my god like you should try a pageant um it's so much fun like you meet so many new girls and all this stuff and i was like i don't know like it's my first time here like i've never done a pageant before like i don't know if it's my thing and my mom was like, it's hard because she went through it. And I was like, but maybe, you know, it's not hard to try, you know? Yeah, like, never like I don't I don't mind saying, oh, maybe I did my first pageant and I didn't win, but at least I did it, you know? Yes. I'm not, I don't want to live in regret. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you sh- yes, like, you should totally do it. And I was like, okay, that's great. And here I am after one pageant that Kiki was there mm-hmm. to witness. Um, <laughs> I won um, Miss... Teen Universe, Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah, Teen Universe, U.S. Puerto Rico, that I was able to represent all the Puerto Ricans living here in the United States. Pretty cool. In Arizona, <laughs> um, I was competing for the title of Teen Universe USA. Um, I got top 10. I wasn't able to win the crown, but, you know, it, it was a really good experience meeting all, like, girls from other states mm-hmm. and other heritage titles. Wow. Yeah, it was what, fun. What's your favorite part about pageants? Ooh, um, I just, it's like so crazy because the whole week, it's a whole week, uh-huh. it's filled with adrenaline, like going to practice, going oh to activities, God. meeting new people, um, <laughs> in the, it's crazy, you can ask Literally, her in the hotel. It's like all over the place, like I've never seen, when she was in New York, she was like going like back and forth, back and forth, I would be getting ready for work, and she had already finished like two, three shoots, like with these <laughs> girls, and I'm like, what? Like, how do you have this energy, like... And she goes, sis, like, this is just a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh the, the whole week, you got to be able to just answer questions on the mm-hmm. spot. You know, um, there's um, people that are, they eat, breathe, live pageants. And they're just there, like, taking pictures, videos, like, asking you questions. And I just feel like the most, like, fun thing about pageants or that week it was just like meeting new people and being able to impact other people with your like the way you think like the way you your platform it was just like the way you impact other people and other girls because like 
even though they don't talk to you, they look at you. They look at your social media yeah. and all this stuff. And the way you maybe motivate them or inspire them is just like, I think it's the best thing <laughs> about pageants. So honestly. your first pageant was junior year. Was that correct? Senior year? Junior? I think it was senior year. No, it was junior year. It, it was junior, junior year. Yeah, yeah. junior wow. year. Yeah. Because I've been, I, you, ever since you came to Cyprus, we had one class. And I think we followed each other. I think we had. I think, yeah. Hit, yeah. And I mm-hmm. saw that you were depending, but I assumed that you were doing this way A before. Way back. So I was like, wow, this girl's been at pageants since the young how was your experience going to her first pageant? It was um, different, honestly. <laughs> like, she had told me, she was like, hey, like, I want you guys to come, like, come support me. I was like, heck yeah, I'm there, period. Like, sign me up. Like, <laughs> so it was a weird day. Honestly, like, we met up at Ye's house. She in did our makeup morning, yeah. in the morning. You can ask her. I was even practicing questions, yeah. like, offstage questions with we them. We were, while one girl was doing her makeup, I was asking her questions, like, from a list. And she was answering everything on point. And then, like, to me, I didn't really know what to expect considering it was my first time ever attending something like that, mm-hmm. too. So, like, that type of energy in there, I was, like, living for it. <laughs> everyone was so supportive, even though, like, these girls were competing. Like, everyone was like, oh, my God, look at all these beautiful ladies. I have never seen so many ball gowns. Like, I thought it was, like, prom night <laughs> on a stage. Like, it was just so mind-blowing. Like, I had never seen something like it. It was, like... um, have you seen Pretty Hurts by Beyonce? Yeah. Like that one intro where yes. all the girls are, like, it was just like that in backstage when I walked back there to give her her dress and oh, all yeah. that stuff. I have never seen so many mirrors, so many girls fixing their makeup, doing their dresses, doing all this. It was just like, oh my God. Hectic. it was like hectic. Yeah. I was just like, oh my goodness. And then um, that night, actually, they were supposed to only crown Florida, like oh, Team yeah. USA Florida. And they were supposed to stop crowning Puerto the, Rico. Yeah. And then they had mentioned, they were like, um, we were going to stop crowning this crown, but like this this young lady spoke to us and like she showed that she deserved it. Like even though she wasn't really working for that crown, I think you were only working for Florida. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, we have to give it to her. Like she's a perfect representation of a Puerto Rican that like young lady for this area and for us. So like when they said her name, look, I'm gonna <laughs> When they said her name, I had never screamed so loud. Like, I didn't even oh know God, what I was screaming video. For. If you look at the video, all you, like, see, you see the, the screenshot. The first half <laughs> and then the other half is just, like, an earthquake. Like, literally <laughs> like this. Like, I was with her brother and her mom. Like, we were all just screaming. Like, her mom was crying. I was crying. Like, Aww. it was just, like, the fact that I saw the a crown on my best friend. I was like, yes. Like, she did it. She's up there. Like, she's gonna, this is, like, the start. This, this is only yeah. the beginning. Like, I just, yeah. I was so excited for her. Oh, I was God. just like, <laughs> So what is your goals for being in the pageant? Like, what do you mm-hmm. see yourself in the future? What do you want to achieve? Um, I most definitely would want to try one more pageant. Um, it's been maybe four years now um, that I haven't done another pageant. I was actually the um, last weekend or entire week, I was helping the pageant I participated in because mm-hmm. the director um, texted me and I was like, of course, I, I would like to help. And being on both sides of everything, like being able to compete and then being able um, to be backstage with the girls, helping this, running here, it was just hectic. But I realized that it was so much fun. Like, I wouldn't mind being a state director. Um, it would be so much fun just training. Um, helping and then just like help 
will make them help the community, it will be like so amazing. Like it will be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Just like being, imagine you, like if you could be able to help me and just I would like do it. and I just like help them, just like you know, just um, expand their horizons yeah. and just like be able to speak to the community and that. their generation is just like i would be down only because like, <laughs> when we were doing our prom here the managers were there for florida oh yeah. and i was there and i was watching them like coach the girl for florida and i was just like that's so cool mm-hmm. like they're really it's so like fun like it's so different i would love to do it i mean i wouldn't know what i would say how to do it, <laughs> but i'd be like you know what like let me just tell me what to do and i'll do it <laughs> so with pageant how much would it cost like how do you get these dresses and let, let them they have you borrow them or you have to buy these dresses like what is it like truly so um for people that don't know where to start or how it works um there's always a inscription fee that you would have to pay for the um, pageant always um, there is um, promoters, people that can help you uh, sponsor you. Um, when I first started, I was I didn't know any of that, so I had to pay out of pocket everything. Uh-huh. Um, for my second pageant, when they told me I had to go represent um, US Puerto Rico in Arizona, I was able to find sponsors, so people that would lend me their dresses, and I would like take pictures with them, and then on social media say, oh, thank you to um, whatever person helped me through this journey, um, this dress was beautiful, whatever. Um, or there's people that um, just help you with money. They say, oh, I'm gonna give you $100, and you use them however you want, but it's, you know, it's for the pageant. And at the end of the day, um, with whatever sponsors, you can, you just say oh thank you to this person this person this person but there's like a shout out yeah but um there's always people that want to help that want to sponsor um like designers they love to sponsor mostly with pageants when they know you're out there and you're gonna um exhibit their dress uh, in front of like an audience a big audience so and if you're really good with social media they love that too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how does it feel like wearing like it's like going to prom every day when you're doing oh, yeah. like, and, and your feet like do they hurt like walking with those big ass oh heels oh my god <laughs> you can ask her she, she tried them on and she was like this is not for me we have to show you the video later like I look like a baby giraffe trying to walk yeah it like so I hard. see her videos I'm like okay yeah not for me like, not for me at all because I, I put on her like the heels like like, did you know? I don't know if you knew this. Like, they have to have a certain a certain heel, like a certain height, like a height. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain shoe that they have to have. I didn't even know this. Like, she showed it, showed me them, <laughs> and I put them on, and she goes, "Yeah, like that's the basic, like practice, like what we have to wear to practice every day." So, like, I'm like, "What? what? Like, <laughs> you have to wear this? Like, just to walk around talking about something? Like, let's run to go do this photo shoot with these heels?" And they're mm-hmm. like, "Yeah." I'm like, huh? How do you do that? <laughs> so for pageants, um, the shoe that pageant most pageant girls wear is Chinese laundry. Um, they're the neutral, like the nude mm-hmm. and the black shoes. Um, let me tell you, it's not it's not easy at all. <laughs> uh, when I tell you the entire week, we had to wake up at five in the morning, go to activities, run up and down the hotel. Um, with the shoes on, let wow. me tell you, um, then to come back, have dinner, have practice till one in the morning, dancing the opening number, just practicing our walks with those shoes. It's not easy. Um, every time in break, my mom would just like massage my feet or just put my feet on ice so they could like relax. 
Um, but this past week that I was helping in the um, pageant, I got blisters. I didn't get them the first time I competed, but this time I have blisters. And most of the girls, if you see their feet, they have bandages all over them just because of the blisters. It's not hard. It's, it's, it's it is not, hard. Yeah. It's not easy. Um, but it's just, I feel like it's perseverance and just being able to dedicate yourself to that. Mm-hmm. That's why they have practices before. Matter. Yeah, that's why they practice hours and hours before pageant week because it's not easy mm-hmm. at all. Wow, <laughs> like I do like the heels and I don't even know. Like yeah. for her when she got crowned, I was wearing these heels and I was I literally told her I was like literally I can't do it anymore. And she was like, sis, look what I'm wearing. Like <laughs> stop complaining. <laughs> I'm like, I, I can't. Like, this ain't for me. <laughs> no, it, it, it's funny because um, people think that with pageants, all they got to do is just walk, look mm-hmm. pretty, and then just talk. When they see what happens behind the scenes that entire week, it's just like, they have to admire them because yeah. it's, not, it's not an easy task to do. Because um, any girl, you know, can say, oh, yeah, like, I speak for this and I speak for that. But it's a, it's a balance because, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day, you're going to represent your country mm-hmm. or your state in whatever pageant. Or if you're going to go out, uh, like, out of state or go to a different country to represent USA or whatever state, you got to look the best. Mm-hmm. So they, they train you to be the best. Mm-hmm. What what is the pros and cons with doing pageant? Like, what's your favorite thing about it, and then what's something that like isn't like the best about it? Mm-hmm. Um, so every pageant has, I feel like, their pros and cons. Mm-hmm. I feel like a pro would be that you get the experience. Obviously, uh, you meet so many new people. It opens doors for you. Even though if you don't win, people see you. They follow you. They um, follow your journey. Uh, a con. I would say is that it's very expensive <laughs> it's very expensive because if you don't find sponsors you have to pay everything out of pocket mm-hmm. and it's something that it's not easy it's like it's a lot of hard work but if you're dedicated and you want to follow your dreams I feel like you should totally do it okay sure. yes. mm-hmm. to finish up with you and then we'll go on to <laughs> what would you tell your five-year-old self right now oh god (laughs) um i would say that uh life throws you curveballs just to see how you're gonna react and how you're gonna respond to those curveballs but um that to feel proud and confident about yourself to follow your dreams to never give up um the cheesy stuff you know Mm -hmm. uh i just feel like that I could that if you want to do something you should go after it because even though people are going to talk about you even if you do something good even if you do something bad they're going to talk about you either way and if you put your mind to it you can accomplish anything you want to mm-hmm. and what advice would you give the girls that want to do pageants as well I feel like they should totally do it um I've known so many girls that started pageants not knowing how to walk in heels not knowing how to um, speak out or speak to like public or an audience um it helps so much like after the uh, that whole pageant or the pageant week 
it helps you feel more confident in yourself to be you know more aware of what other people go through or just to speak to your community to speak to them about like their experience what they go through um and just like totally go for it because you never know what if you end up liking it or if you don't like it you can say look I participated in a pageant Mm -hmm. and I was able to stand in front of millions and millions of people and just speak about my platform and just like model you know it's something that you won't regret honestly using your voice Mm -hmm. I love that okay let's do a quick little game Mm -hmm. would you rather So, would you rather always have to tell the truth or always have to lie? Mm-hmm. Always have to tell the truth. Always tell the truth. Yeah. Um, we don't, yeah. like, mostly in our in our friendship, we never lie yeah. to each other. We, like, we always end up telling mm-hmm. each other everything, so I just feel like we're two blunt people. Yeah. And we're, like... Too blunt. Too blunt. <laughs> so we Both of you are Sagittarius. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you already know that. It's just, like, um, have you seen that one TikTok? It's like, yeah, I won't tell no one. And then... Would you be able, never be able to speak again or have to say everything on your mind? Mm. Ooh. I mean, I already do say everything that's on my mind. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say be able to say anything that's on my mind. But it's actually like something that I came to the realization this week that like sometimes I do keep to myself too much. Mm -hmm. And like to the point that I hurt myself because I don't speak my mind. But... It's like I do speak my mind, but when it comes to me and my feelings, I'm scared of speaking my mind. But mm-hmm. at this point, let yeah. it all out. Yeah, let it all out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Next one would be: be allowed to wash your hair only once a year, or be forced to wear wet socks for the rest of your life. Oh, oh that's, Lord, that sounds too cute for that. Um, <laughs> um I would say. Uh, the hair work because maybe I can shave my hair work wigs I would shave my hair and just wear wigs why not you do not, <laughs> you do not. <laughs> I mean I was about to say dry shampoo but like oh that's cool okay <laughs> nah but that gunk in your scalp Ugh. that's where she's gonna shave it yeah <laughs> you know what I'll just shave it you gotta see me with a new hair every week <laughs> Be in the real life version of The Walking Dead or be in the real life version of American Horror Story. Oh, <laughs> I feel like is, The Walking Dead. <laughs> I've never seen the American Horror Story. Oh no, I've seen both, and I prefer The Walking Dead. Like really? I love watching Walking Dead, The Walking Dead. Yeah. So I just comment like, cultured if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm ready. I'm ready to fight zombies. I'm ready. I'm ready. Imagine <laughs> Like, she's prepared she's yeah. getting I know she's like I have the whole kid upstairs I'm ready <laughs> okay, run your run your tongue down in New York City walk or press your tongue into a stranger nostril oh no. a stranger's nostril sis you don't know all this COVID's on the floor too oh. what <laughs> COVID's on the floor on too New York? on New York that's disgusting like I guess all the rats <laughs> I guess that's ugh. Uh, ugh. Let's hope their nose is clean. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts to think about. <laughs> Have the hiccups for the rest of your life, mm. or always feel like you're about to sneeze but you can't. Oh, the sneeze one. 
<laughs> for sure. Nah. Wait, actually, yeah, maybe the sneeze one. <laughs> like, imagine, 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 no, all the time. Wait a second. Oh no. Use sandpaper as a toilet paper or use hot oh. sauce as eye drops. Oh. <laughs> 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 <The> sandpaper? <laughs> sandpaper. <Yes>. What? <laughs> Yo, they're my bite. Sandpaper? Yes. On your punani? Girl, no. on your butt. No. <laughs> it says... It says toilet paper. Yeah. It doesn't say yeah. where. Yeah, well, both. I mean, you know how much it hurts when a drop of shampoo okay. gets on my eye? Okay, eye drops. As, like hot sauce. How often do you use eye drops? Oh, never. Exactly. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you? What about you? <laughs> I, you always use them. Oh, I'd rather use hot sauce on my eyes than sandpaper oh. on homegirl down there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, alright. <laughs> Next one. Be sticky for the rest of your life or be itchy for the rest of your life? Sticky. Oh, sticky? Sticky. Oh. I hate being itchy. No, ma'am. Sticky. Mm. Sticky. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Sticky, and I can while you're driving and you're just like. Oh, no. I'll bet. That's sticky, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, no. Okay. Never mind. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to see you guys. <laughs> Okay, so that's the end for Would You Rather. So I want to go to Kiki and ask you a bunch of questions. I have always admired you because in school, you're always so independent. You're such a go-getter, especially like Mm educational-wise. You're always on your grind with school. I'm like, wow, you're you're very extroverted, so you always have friends. And I was just like, you're so cute and small. Like, I just want to put your number (laughs) five. So what in school like really motivated you to like do you enjoy going to school mm-hmm. or do you just like learning like what really pushed you in school to do good um honestly i want to say my mom it, it, like i it's not even really me like my mom is a teacher a lot of people know that miss Molinato. like my mom like a lot of people had my mom as a teacher so um i was known as the teacher's daughter in school so all the teachers knew me so i was forced to like be good in school so um, I just got into a habit of it and I liked it. So then I actually started watching Grey's Anatomy and I fell in love with it. So then I was like, honestly, that's a good like field. Like, let me get into the medical field because I wanted to get into journalism because I like writing and like being into people's lives. And like, I like to write about myself and like just like little short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got into the medical field in junior year and I got into Orange Technical College in the CNA program. And we were actually like, um, they stopped giving it to juniors because we were too young. So we were the youngest class there. Like we were 16, 17 graduating college before we graduated high school with these medical licenses. And like I fell in love with the medical field, but I got my CNA license at that time. And I knew that I wanted to be somewhere in the medical field, but it was just like CNA was not for me. Like mm-hmm. um, it's a lot of um, wiping and cleaning yeah. old people. And like kudos to those who do that as a as a profession. Yeah, respect to them. Yeah, because it couldn't like 
couldn't be me. Mm-mm. And um, that's why senior year, I switched to Valencia dual enrollment. Mm-hmm. So I started working on my AA while I figured out what I wanted to do specifically in the medical field. So I got into nursing, and then um, my grandma got really sick. You can ask that yeah. during my senior year, and we almost lost her. So um, I kind of like drifted away from school so I could focus more on my family. And um, I just got back into the, to the medical field. I realized that nursing is also a lot of school. Mm-hmm. And my family, even though like we're a really big family, like financially, we're not really there. Mm-hmm. So like we always have to take care of ourselves. That's why like when you said independent, like, yeah, my mom set me in a track, but like you can ask Lele, like I pay for my car, my insurance, my phone. Like yeah, and I've been doing that. I've been doing that yeah, since junior year. Mm-hmm. So like coming into um my freshman, not really, it was like my sophomore year, like leaving high school and like starting college on my own was like nerve wracking. Cause then that's when I decided that I wanted to switch to diagnostic medical sonography and specializing in OBGYN. So like I'd be doing ultrasounds on pregnant women. And um, I wanted to do that because my godmother was pregnant and she lost her baby. Oh. And um, we found out that she lost her baby in a, like at a doctor's office while they were figuring out the gender. Wow. So um, I don't know, I, I, have you ever been to an appointment like that? Yeah. So like they show you, they, they let you hear the baby's heartbeat and all that stuff and then they show you like okay like here's the mm-hmm. here's the gender um so we were looking for the heartbeat for a fat minute and we could not find it and then my godmother lost her baby girl and um it was heartbreaking and like to be honest i didn't not I, I hated the way that that doctor treated my family like she was so cold and i was just like i really wish i can be there and like everything. yeah i just want to change mm-hmm. it like i hated the fact that my godmother went through such a hard loss and that doctor was like well you know here's the options to remove the baby from your body and i'm like what yeah (laughs) they just went straight to the point yeah i was Mm -hmm. just like my godmother just lost her child like yeah she didn't mean her anything but like that's her baby yeah like the excitement of having a baby and then all of a sudden stripped away exactly Mm -hmm. so i was just like blown away of how someone can be so cold so like i always wanted to be that one person that can change the medical field in that way i mean I don't know. I mean, I'm just one person. I probably won't be able to yeah. change the world, but like, but it's a start. Can, you know, a start yeah. is something. You know, like mm-hmm. the medical field gets is so broad. It's so big. Yeah, so, like, yeah. <laughs> so many terms. I know. It could not be me. I so many fields. Yeah. So much fun stuff. So mm-hmm. having to be independent in such a young age, what has that taught you overall? Um, it's worth it. It's worth it. Um, I cried a lot in junior senior year like I'd be like I'm too young for this I'm only 16 like I shouldn't be worrying about this like I had friends boyfriends tell me like no like this is ridiculous sis like you need to talk to your parents and I'm telling my mom I'm like girl like I'm only 16 and she's like trust me like you're gonna say thank you later and it was so they told you you're like they forced you into doing this on your own and Mm -hmm. giving you that so like it it started because I wanted a car at 16 so like I had my sweet 16 they said either a sweet 16 or a car me being me I was like I want the party period so then like (laughs) I got my party and then I needed a car because I started working at 16 and then like 
I needed to get to school, work, college, all that stuff. And then, like, practice. It wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. So then, like, um, my mom was like, if you want to do it, you have to. It started with $100 of insurance payments. But now it sounds like nothing. Mm -hmm. But, like, at 16, $100 a month. That's a lot. Like, working a part-time job in Old Navy. Like, (laughs) that's hard. Mm -hmm. And maintaining a relationship. High school, college, friendships, um, extracurricular activities. Like, it was Mm -hmm. really hard. So, um, the hardest thing is coming to the terms that it was going to be a benefit. Because I didn't see it back then, but now I do. Like, I appreciate it so much right now. (laughs) And did they, like, since you got your car, like, they just started, oh, when did they tell you you have to pay, like, your phone bill and, like... Did they just dump it all on you? Like, okay, you have your car, you gotta do it all yourself? Nah, um, I started paying my phone when I got the XR, so my 18th birthday. Mm. So then I started paying my phone on my 18th birthday because I wanted a new phone. And then my car, I was paying, that car was already paid for. My parent, it was my parents' car. But they said if you want it, you have to like fix it whenever it breaks down. If you need an oil change, that's on you. Like. Basically, that was my car because I took care of it. Like, she had a name, Sophia. (laughs) I I mean, my car. Yeah. (laughs) I took care of that car like no other. And, like, whenever people... People knew I loved my car. Like, I would always carpool everyone. Like, Daniela. I used to pick up Daniela every morning for school. I used to do, like, the girls. Like, whenever we had to go on away games. Whenever we had to carpool. Yeah. I would be like... Okay, all right, girlies, I have four spots. <laughs> Lele and Daniela already have a spot, so we have two. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it was just, it wasn't all that one shot, but it was very, it, it was spaced out, but it felt, like, quick. Because, mm-hmm. you know, high school yeah, years go like so that. Yeah, yeah, especially senior year. Yeah, it went by. by. They don't <laughs> so, lie to you when they say senior year goes by fast. Yeah, so I know we're not really talking about this topic, but I do have a question mm-hmm. about it and how your experience could help somebody in the, that's listening. Mm-hmm. Your relationship that had lasted for years. Mm-hmm. How has that... Grown because I know it must have not been easy. You guys were young, whatever had happened that made you guys break up. But Mm -hmm. as an overall person, how have you grown from that relationship for many years? Um, so obviously, I'm not gonna say his name because I don't know if he wants me to put him (laughs) out there. Um, but obviously, if they hear me and they know it's me, they're gonna know who it is. But we were together for a very long time. Um, he was my best friend, he still is a really good friend of mine, like, no bad blood at all, thankfully. Um, it was quite different. It was, we broke up and it was honestly kind of random. You can ask Lele. It was like out of the blue. Um, I have grown in a way like, I want to say like self-love peaked out of Mm -hmm. like popped. Yeah. Like after the breakup, I was like in the gym grinding, like fixing up my body, loving myself. And like, it's not like I didn't have that self-love cause I did, but it's just like, I was really focusing on loving him and our relationship and our future and like what we had. So like, I didn't think my, myself, I wasn't a priority, mm-hmm. you know? Like my priority was making sure that he was good. Our relationship was good. Our future was good and all that stuff. Our friends were good. Mm-hmm. And like, 
my priority was never making sure that at the end of the day, I understood that the person who had my back was myself. So after we broke up, it was just like a new phase for me. And I was just, I was, I was not myself. I wasn't eating. I wasn't taking care of myself. I was just like, Lele, I don't know what to do. And Mm -hmm. quarantine had just happened. So I couldn't come over. She couldn't come over. Like it was just really hard for me. So I had to basically open my eyes and genuinely realize that I was like, at the end of the day, I have Lele, I have my family, but I have myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then like, um, it was kind of hard for me to realize that I am a piece of art. So then I was working on myself and painting. I got into painting mm-hmm. and like um, doing artistic stuff. And like Linda was like, you should really get into it because like, yeah. you have a talent for it. And I was just like, nah, like I just put it to the side. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then um, it was just, it was really hard for me to grow. But at the end of the day, I realized that I really do love myself. And mm-hmm. like, I thank him. For doing that because if it wasn't for him doing that I wouldn't have had so much fun and I wouldn't have never realized yeah that opened her eyes for so and so that's years. actually the meaning of my first tattoo where mm-hmm. I have you are art on my arm oh so wow. like I this is like a reminder to myself that I am a piece of art and then those who read it they're like you are art like thank you like I've had people tell me thank you for reading my tattoo and they're like oh like thank you for reminding me I'm like, of course, like, and so, like, my tattoo artist, he was asking me, he was like, can I ask you, like, why, like, you're so young, like, you're only 19, I was like, I might be 19, but that relationship felt like we was in our 20s, like, we were always, we were always together, like, we were, like, his family and my family were connected, we did everything together, and even to this day, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, he's doing his own thing, he's in, he's in a relationship, I'm super happy for him, um, if he ever needs me, if my family ever needs him, if he, like, whatever, I'm there, whatever. Like, our families are close. Mm-hmm. Because the relationship's not only between him and I, but, like, our brothers actually know each other, and they grew up together, too. Oh. So before we got together, our families already knew each other because of our brothers. Yeah. So, like, after him, I grew to love myself, to love my life, to understand that tomorrow's not given. It's like, tomorrow's not promised it's today. Not. Like, right now, what we're living is promise. And I was telling that to Lele, like, sis, like, yeah, I love talking how... talking about it the Yeah, other day, literally, that's so crazy. <laughs> I was like, and I, I, I really do appreciate him for everything. And it's just, like, I've grown in a beautiful way. And then a lot of people actually, like, put me down because I actually am talking to someone. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't know how you do all that, and you're in a relationship, like you're being hypocritical. They're and I'm like, you're no. Too fast. Yeah, they're telling me I'm moving too fast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you can still find yourself while you're with someone. Yeah. That person can help world. you. Yeah. yeah. And he did help me. Like, his priority was to, for me to find myself. And he tells me, like, if we're ever going to be someone, it's if something is because you have found yourself. Like, mm-hmm. period. So, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've, like, based on social media and seeing, mm-hmm. like, how you have moved on, I've heard people say, like, wow, like, that's quick. But, like, at the end of the day, that's not of our business. Yeah. And your story is your story. Like, whatever yeah. happened between you and your ex, we don't know anything about unless, like, you had told her or something. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, everybody just sees, like, you guys were a happy couple. You guys were there together forever. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a forever thing. Like, you know, you guys got prom, king, and queen. We got um, and, uh, cutest, couple. Yeah. cutest couple. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, like... You know, we're still so young that you're meant to grow and learn. Yeah. And it's not like everything has to be set in stone right now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. And, like, we've always said it, like, um, 
God, God, um, God, um, what's it say? What's it? What did he say? Mm-hmm. It was like time will only tell. Mm-hmm. Like it's in God's hands. That's basically yeah. what I said. Like right now, I move. Like I moved on. I did me. I'm doing me. But like again, time will only tell. And like it's just again, like you said, like that relationship was like. Yeah, like, it was, like, and basically, so, like, set in stone. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows whatever you decide to post out there on social media, it's for other people to see, but right. you, know, you don't you know, know what, what happens, happens behind, behind closed doors. doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and I was telling her, um, I was like, maybe this is a sign. This is a time for you to be selfish. Mm-hmm. Like, focus on yourself, think of yourself, put yourself first. Mm-hmm. And you never know what can happen in the future. Maybe yeah. you're going to you're gonna be grateful for this. Maybe you're going to think back when you're older and you're going to be like, wow, like, that was a big step for me. Yeah. So you never know. Mm-hmm. What? I love how you have grown and used that for the better good. And you have, oh, like, yeah. now, mm-hmm. I like how you guys don't have beef or, like, hard oh yeah yeah like you guys are good yeah everything even though you guys are not together you guys are good and Mm -hmm. you're moving on with yourself and you're becoming like a beautiful flower like you're growing and blossoming Mm -hmm. what is the same thing i'm gonna ask you is what is one advice that you would tell your five-year-old self like what's something oh sis (laughs) (laughs) um keep going that it's not gonna get easier but at the end of the day it's gonna be worth it Mm -hmm. because like like Lele said, life's gonna throw you all these obstacles, mm-hmm. and I've gone through things that I personally, I'm like, I don't deserve this. But at the end of the day, it's just like God has His plan, and you don't, you don't get to be the one to be like, Nah, I'm choosing it. Mm-hmm. You can't say at the end of the day, you can't be like, I choose to do this, this, that because of this, this. No, it's because it's just there's already a life written out for me, and I'm just doing what is in my book. Mm-hmm. You know, so. um I would tell everybody like Yarita, just keep your head up. Like don't listen to what the people you love. Like listen to what they gotta say, but at the same time, know at the end of the day that you got yourself. You know, like prioritize yourself, love yourself, be your own boss, like be your own girl, mm-hmm. like be your own be your yeah. own person, be independent. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. pay your own bills. You don't have to rely on nobody. Be you. Yeah, like mm-hmm. be yourself. Like mm-hmm. that's it. And what advice would you give for anybody that is dealing with a breakup right now and don't know how to find their self-worth yeah. and move on? I'll, I mean, I told Lele, I was like, I would never wish this pain on nobody, not even on him himself, because I know that it's not easy. So I told, I, I, I would tell them, like, him or, him or her, like, it's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to go through those feelings. It's okay to understand. It's okay to feel the way you're feeling, but like look at yourself in the mirror and understand that you are young or you you have a life and you know it's just like I said there's a life written out for you. Mm-hmm. And time will tell and you got this. And at the end of the day I want you to, and I'm and I'll, I'm literally going to say the same thing I told him that at the end of the day I hope you understand that you have your own back. Like, no matter how many friends, no matter how many family members, you are your own person. Mm-hmm. No one's going to be there for you on your dark days. Like, you might have your friends, but at the end of the day, when you're going to sleep, the person in your thoughts is yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. And I, like I was telling her, 
um, you are more worthy yeah. than whatever those words yeah. people say. I got um, bashed on a lot, to be honest. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, when I started um, posting more, like, I would be posting more about, like, my body in a bikini pic. Yeah. Or, like, I would go post myself when I would go to the gym. And even my family members were like, yo, like, what are you doing? <laughs> and yeah, I'm just, like, like self-love, like, period. Mm-hmm. Like, body positivity. Uh, like, body positivity. Like, I, I worked for it, so I'm going to show it. So, like, I had a lot of girls on my spam, like, Gina, Angelica. They're all like, yes, queen. Like, do it. Post it. I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll support you. Like, that yeah. was the type of energy that like I people, liked. You people know? recover, they grow. They yeah, move it's on different. different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's different. Some people move on, and then you know, then they realize whatever happened mm-hmm. in their life. Or some people they process everything and then they move on. But everyone is different, you yeah. know. Everyone is different. I we all have a different rate of growing Mm -hmm. some people don't grow till like their later 20s or 30s some people grow earlier on but it's not to bash anybody that's going through these experiences Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. to encourage them like i see like with with you two you both got judged a lot whether it's you and your pageants and Mm -hmm. i remember when you first came to cyprus people like the guys were straight at you and i know (laughs) the girls were talking bad about you and try to find any way to criticize you Mm -hmm. and it's kind of sad because it's just like envy like let her live her life if guys want to get at her let let them yeah Yeah. she knows her self-worth and i haven't seen you with a boyfriend no you're not like an easy girl like yeah. any guy gets you your attention mm-hmm. like you're studying and stone. that's like it's something it's yeah. like really ironic because i when it, when you know your worth then you're not too easy for right. the guys but then you're getting get out from boys and then girls think oh she must be easy because she's talking to so many guys so it's so ironic because yeah. i just say that you really know what goes behind doors or you really mm-hmm. know your true self so honestly those like everything you can tell Kiki everything that everyone said about me or yeah because I knew they were talking behind my back so I just said you know let them be um it was disgusting to be I was honest. just like let them be you know I know me it I know was, what I'm doing so like, I can't do anything the things about that it. I would hear these guys say about her like what like how are you gonna talk about a female like that like mm-hmm. my my example is it's like they're like everyone knows Lele has a beautiful body and mm-hmm. like they would talk about it and I'm just like why don't you guys look at her personality how about that mm-hmm. or like stop focusing on that stuff like that's not what she wants you to look at she wants you to look at her personality and like mm-hmm. I would get irritated cause like that's my best friend and I would hear these guys talk about her in that way and I'm just like how about um, and then there was this one guy I'm not gonna say his name I was like do you know I was like do you have a sister and he was like yeah I was like, how would you like it if a guy was talking about your sister like that in front of you? Or in general, to his homeboys. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all athletes out here. So what? We're going to wear shorts. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Like, come on now. And we're Latina. Obviously, our bodies are like beautiful. <laughs> we're Puerto Rican women. What you yeah. expect, you know? And it's just like, you got to think about it in your perspective. Like, think about it if someone's talking about your little sister like that. Mm-hmm. Or your mom or your aunt or whoever, you know? And like I said earlier in the podcast, um, whatever you do, they're gonna talk about you regardless. For sure. Even For if sure. you succeed, if you even if you fail, they're gonna talk about mm-hmm. you regardless. So I feel like you should just do you and focus on you. And if you know your worth, then just focus on that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love that. I really do love that. <laughs> it's crazy because I kind of know more of you guys. I kind of we had more of a friendship yeah. than me, but throughout high school and. 
seeing how like your life came to be and us doing this podcast really shows like the growth of Mm -hmm. you two separately and then coming together to support each other and that's the beautiful part about it is learning and growing and supporting each other because we need more supportive girls to support other girls we've been saying that we need more girlfriends because people just see us and they're like how like how do you guys do it and we we were talking about it yesterday. Like, we just don't see mm-hmm. each other as competition. Like, why Why should we? Like, yeah. if I have to help her, like, if I have to push her a little bit mm-hmm. for her to, like, finish and, like, reach the finish line, like, I would. If I, I have to, if I have to see her succeed first than me, like, I would definitely do it for because sure. that's, like, my girl, that's my sister. Her like, success is my success. Exactly. Like, at the end of the day, we're both going to be happy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and why you have not? two different stories. And mm-hmm. yeah. your finish line is completely different. Even for the girls mm-hmm. who do have a similar goal in life mm-hmm. your your path and ways are different than one another and yeah. your your yeah. self-worth is different than you're not the same people mm-hmm. you have different par- not priorities different personalities yeah. and different attributes that you guys balance each other out yeah with. that that yeah. literally help us like literally. she's a sugar i'm the soul we just balance each other <laughs> <laughs> i'm too nice <laughs> like i'm literally so you're so tiny like, i'm like everyone always says that <laughs> I should have been called freaking class sweetheart. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> my god! Well, girls, thank you for coming on thank my podcast. You. Today. Thank you for having us. Of I hope for the listeners to get inspired, whether it's the lady story or Kiara story, to empower one another and stop talking about each other. We right. all going through a different journey in life, and not is not everybody's story is the same, and mm-hmm. you don't know what goes behind the scenes and you can't just assume just mm-hmm. let people live their life they want to be lived and mm-hmm. just do you yeah, yeah. Do you. you're mm-hmm. an art we're all art yeah yes. it's beautiful life is amazing and thank you for coming for you both thank you thank you <laughs> and where they can find you on instagram milady at miladies um at miladies felix basically that's it and yeah. your instagram mine is at kiara x dot m mm-hmm. okay thank you yeah. guys thank you Thank you for listening to today's episode of All Dress Up and Nowhere to Go. If you want to reach me, you can find me at md.gold on Instagram. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with somebody and comment below what you think of it. And for now, thank you for listening and see you next week.